0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a nonprofit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lepiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, tremendous, tremendous chus we have uh, Rogopiansky addressing today. Uh, Rogopiansky's roots for leading the uh, yeshiva of Greater Washington, before that actually was in Asia Torah many years ago. He was a very, very uh, instrumental figure at building the institution at its earlier stages. So it's a very big uh, suplice to have him here. Um, Rogopiansky's yeshiva in... Uh, in, in Silver Spring is uh, very renowned and a very, very uh, special place for people to think about as they uh, think about their future. So, we the questions prepared. So, I'm going to be uh, leading a, a question and answer after speaking for a little bit. Okay. So. It was one of my very special Tkufus in life, being here from 1980 till 1987. I was here full-time pretty much, and then I was here once a week or so. Um, we also are very fortunate to have one of the boys now yeshiva who was a madrich last year, uh, Ezra Epstein, and this wonderful bacha is really doing very well, and it's, it's a pleasure to see where he came from. So I was given a topic to speak a bit, and then there'd be questions, and the topic was Das Torah. What's the Astora about? So let's try to sketch out a little bit of what are the questions we need to ask. Um, the Astora has to do with asking questions, a Shaila. So let's categorize the questions. A strict halachic issue needs a posek, someone who's Roy hora, somebody who can possibly pass a shaila. And that's it. So, if you had a fleishka spoon or a Milchka pat, um, someone who finished their day and knows it um, should be able to paskin in it. You don't need a guddle, and it's not Das Torah. A question about which doctor is the best specialist for uh, a certain disease requires either a good doctor or somebody who is great at referring people to medical, to medical in the medical field. Does not require rav. Does not require a a, a adam gadol. Some people are gifted. Some anashim Gadolim are gifted with many abilities. of devarim harbein. This may be one of them, but it has nothing to do with das torah as we understand it. And it's in some ways it actually blurs what's important. So where does das torah fit in? The concept we call das torah. Where does that fit in? So I want to go through Ramban a little bit. not going to do it inside, but I'll just um, go through it, skim through it, and, and we'll see there. There's parashas Kedoshim is one of the parashas with many, many mitzvahs. Kedoshim Kisetze are the two parashas that have possibly Mishpatim, the most mitzvahs listed, and Kedoshim is no exception. So the, it says Kedoshim Tiyu, you have an obligation to be Kaddish. What does that entail? So Rashi says this is simply a reinforcement for all the averis of Arias. In Achrimos, we had a long list of Arias. Kedoshim is sort of an essay pertaining to it. It's just reinforcing it. Ramban disagrees, and Ramban says the following. Ramban says, the Torah, when it came to Arias, when it came to Machalas Asuros, the Torah gave us certain rules and regulations. Those rules and regulations are specific. And a person can find loopholes as wide as anything to go through them. So, he gives an example. The Torah says, you're not allowed to marry this type of woman, that type of woman, the other type of woman. Fine. But the woman I marry, are there any restrictions? Is there is there anything that's okay? Is there anything that's not okay? Is there anything that a person ought to do? Anything a person ought not to do? What about eating? A person can eat galat, kosher kosher um, cholent mahadrim and a mahadrim by the bulk bucketfuls. Is that fine? Is that is that makes him more of a tzaddik? Maybe you know he eats a lot of cholent. If he eat a little cholent, he's a tzaddik. So kalvachom he eats a lot of cholent. Um, is that is is that correct? Um, and many other things. So, we have a real issue over here. Is the Torah limited to those specific halachas that are quantifiable and very, very specific or not? So, Ramban says the Torah tells us, Kedoshim to you, that all of these halachas that I gave you in the realm of either um, Arias... Or in the realm of machalos um, asuros, things are to eat, are only examples of an appropriate hanhaga, an appropriate conduct. You are to create a system of kedusha within the context of those halachas that exemplify those halachas, even where they don't exist specifically. So Ramban says. There's another chalak of Torah, which is um, which is not specific, but chlalistic. Use those words. He gives two more examples. In terms of business, um, there's a halacha, there's a choshu that tells me what's mutter, what's aser, um, what goes, what doesn't go in, in halacha. Anyone who's out to make a quick buck will find plenty of loopholes and do things that by the letter of the law are um, okay. But they certainly don't strike us as being what's appropriate. So there's a pasach, Vasisa tov. a person needs to be honest, integrity, and so on. Th- a third example he gives, Shabbos. Shabbos has a lot, a lot of halachas. But a person could have a warehouse of cement bags and schlep them all Shabbos he could spend schlepping the, the, the cement bags from one end of the warehouse to pile them up on the shelves. Without muktze, uh, there's no problem whatsoever. And if somebody's clever enough, we'll get around muktze also. I'll make it lachta. Uh, it's It's something that's the Tzor um, I'll, I'll find ways to do it and he could spend all Shabbos reorganizing his warehouse. Is that okay? So Ramban says in each of these three areas, the Torah gave us a sweeping general halacha. It, it, it says, um, the Torah says in all of these three areas there are specific halachas, And then there is a general sweeping cloud. You you find a lot of times in law, in civil law, you'll find specific examples given, and then you'll have a statement, but not limited to these areas. So um, it's possible to have person, state and specific halachis, and not do what's general and that's wrong so there are three major areas where the Torah was very specific and then told us that a sweeping rule is something that encloses everything so we have Kedusha which includes in the Rambam in includes macholas Asuras and Arayas we have um, monetary issues (coughs) And we have Shabbos. Those are three areas where the Torah, besides giving us specific rules, said, now use your das and draw a big circle around all of these halachas. The Torah gave specific halachas. And then the Torah said, these are all examples of what I want from you. And the big circle is, what comes out from these halachas? I have another example um, in the Torah. Ramban doesn't bring this example that I think fits this this type of approach, this this nekuda. Um, Aaron HaKohen lost (coughs) his sons when he was bringing the karbanis for the Chanukah Samishken, and he didn't eat it. And Moshe Rabbeinu asked him, why aren't you eating it? The halacha is that you're supposed to eat it. So, so, the halacha is you're supposed to eat it. So, why didn't you eat it? So, he told him that this happened to me today. Hayitav <laughs> Do you think HaKadosh Baruch would want it? Now, if the halacha was clear, this statement would not be an appropriate statement. But, since no halacha was given clearly... And he said, you cannot deduce from Kochi Shah to Kochi Doros. So therefore, um, it's very possible that it's usher. And he said, I feel it's not right. And then it says, Vayita Moshe, So you see that there's another dimension to Torah, which has nothing to do with a specific halacha, but the klal of all of Torah. Now, this type of area of halacha applies possibly to more cases than any specific halacha. We want to we wanna make some sort of youth group. And this youth group is going to be some, a group that will be doing things that might be beneficial in some ways. It might be an issue in some other ways. Is it the right thing or not? We want Many areas like that where it's hard to find a clear halacha. Um, we want to associate and we want to be in a government together with people that are A, not keeping halacha, two, anti-halacha, three, possibly anti-Judaism. Should we associate or not? There are certain associating. That's very important, though, to keep certain things going. So which one is it? There's no Halach and shacharach specifically. Really, is the halach and specifically that will tell us. Most of the time, it's weighing two directions. The Torah does not want us to associate with people that are not tzaddikim. On the other hand, the Torah wants us to make every effort to preserve unity. The Torah wants us to make every effort to keep worthy um, establishments going. So we're going to need to find somebody that can deal with those shyness. Who are those people? How do I identify them? Is there one person or not? Is there a smicha for it or not? (coughs) The answer is no. There's no smicha for it. The answer is there's not one person. There could be different approaches. But the person that you're choosing for that has to be someone who A... Is a Godland Torah. It's, you can't draw the big circle unless you know where all those dots are. Unless you know where all those dots are, that big circle can't be drawn. So, so what's the point of taking somebody who, who's giving an opinion, but his opinion not weighed on much? Let's give an example something in the medical field. There's, there's stuff that comes out straight from the lab. This and this bacteria has grown. I notice this bacteria. This, this bacteria is sensitive to this and this antibiotic. Give that antibiotic. A computer could prescribe it for you. Not a problem. Sometimes you s- there are things you see where you have to make a snap judgment before you get to a, a person comes to the emergency room. A person has a set of symptoms that you can't figure out what it is, it's not fitting anything. So you want someone's opinion who's working with intuition. But working with intuition means he's seen a thousand cases. And his sense is, this is not emergency. This is not a heart issue. This is not a lung issue. This is this issue, that issue. So you want somebody who knows enough information to be able to to give um, an opinion based on it. So I want somebody who's learned enough in Torah to be able to give it. One. Two, and this maybe is the most important, I need to feel that this person really only cares about what Hashem wants. If this person's got other interests, let's give an example. I'm looking for a gift for a very close friend of mine. He's made a Siam He's just gotten married. He's, 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 he's accomplished something very big. And I want to give him a gift, so-and-so. I want to get something that he really would like. So, I choose two things. I choose somebody who's a very close friend of his, who knows him. He also can have a conflict of interest. If this guy is selling some product, and he tells me my product is what he needs, I'm going to be a little, little bit skeptical. So, if this person doesn't care about what Hashem wants, but he also cares about his own covet, he cares about connections, he cares about money, he cares about other things, then I'm going to say to myself, you know, his judgment is clouded. He knows that if he says we should stay away from them, his covet is going to go down. He's going to be, he's going to be seen as, uh, um, as, as a reactionary. He's going to be seen as a fundamentalist, as something of that nature, and he would rather be seen as being very chashev, or vice versa. It makes no difference. I want somebody who I feel his heart and the Shema are ayita Bin Hashem or not. Is there an objective test for it? The answer is no. I can only do it with my sense. But I need to be honest. I need to be honest with myself that this is what my motive is. I chose this person to follow because I think he is only heading for the truth. If I've got an agenda, Akadosh Baruch Hu will test me Will, will will question me on my agenda. You chose such and such a path to lead. Why? Did you feel the emissus was there? Or did you feel the most comfortable, convenient path? Did you feel this is where you belong? Or did, or, or, or did you have fantasies about how wonderful going on this and start would be? So, we, at the end of the day we're going to ask Ashtayla in these areas whether they're private whether they're public. A person has many drachim. If a person has a shayla, should he become a lawyer or a doctor? If the question is only which costs more money, which makes more money, a rabbi is not the place to ask the question. If a person has the questions, being a lawyer means I compromise on these issues. Being a doctor means I compromise on these issues, possibly. Which is, which is more important? That's a question to ask. A person can become a machanach or a professional. Um, being a makes sac- means many sacrifices but the person can accomplish a lot first being a professional which which will allow him a more normal way of life less ashpo. that's a question to ask for someone who can evaluate this kokos and and help him make that decision and so on um, what is it that we need to do what is it that we're allowed to do to reach out to people that are far out how far out can we go Th- those are all judgment questions that don't have an easy answer, but they need a person who can look at the whole Shukharuch, and also can, it, it, and we're also convinced that his entire heart and neshama are caught up with this question of what does Hashem want? That's the only thing that bothers him. So this is the area with Das Torah. It means what would the Torah want in this, in this case? What is what's what is the projection of that, there can be opposite ones as well, just like in halacha. We can have be shame hillel arguing, we can have raven shmuel arguing, we can have a bayan rav arguing all through shas. A person who follows the klali halacha, where they did Besham, they did like be did, me did like be's hillel did, like did, they both were Makaimah mitzvah. For us, we follow klali Psak but again, we, we're as long as they are following the right klali Psak If a person goes like a machabo, like Ramah, he's be, he's doing the right thing. The same thing is true in Das Torah. We have big people who differ sharply in their opinion of what's right. As long as I'm following him because he's my Rav, because I genuinely feel that this is my path, and this person is a person who fits that bill, then it's fine. That's called Das Torah. If there are reasons other than that, if the, if the person that is giving these opinions is less than a time or less than an Ishemes. Is. If I chose this path for reasons other than my sense of Yisbein Hashem, there'll be an account, that, 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 there's an accounting for that. That means I, I've erred, i veered, i did something wrong. But so long as a person is Davuk, in a person who's ready to be in, and he's in it for the reasons that he feels, this is the Rob that taught me, this is how I understand, this is the person that I feel is is. is is close to understanding a Baruch then, then a person is, is on track. That's, that's why I'd like to give a brief description about Das Toru.